Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where you're invited to walk with two unusual friends through the ups and downs of the art of friendship. My name is Stina Constantine. My name is Father Sean Burns, and together we explore what it takes to grow real, satisfying friendships, the joys and challenges we face along the way, and of course, becoming a good friend ourselves. We hope by sharing our learning and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Welcome back to yet another episode of Living Fullness, whether you're listening in through your earpiece, in your car or in your home, as always, you are most welcome. How are you, Padre? Very well. Thank you, Stina. How are you? I'm doing well. Excellent. What have you been up to? Guess what I did recently. What did you do recently? Something super exciting. Which was? (laughs) I got to go out to a music concert-y type thing. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, it was like a show that got put off because of, you know, COVID restrictions. Sure. Um, of local artists with uh, the Groove Factory Band, who are awesome. And they had found 13 artists that they've either played with before or young talents in the area Mm -hmm. who um, were extraordinary. And they all sang like two songs each. Cool. So we had like two uh, two sets of 13 acts that we got to go and see. That's really cool. uh, Which is nice to be out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Out and enjoying live music. With incredibly talented artists. Marvellous. Yeah. Very good. It's awesome. What about you? What did you get up to? Well, uh, towards the end of the year, so it's been um, sort of uh, getting all my assignments and bits and pieces in. And uh, I I finished my last piece of coursework when I put in my thesis plan. Hey, congrats. All done. That's exciting. Yeah. It's been a long work in progress. It has been a long work in progress and now it's just a matter of writing the thesis. So yeah, right now comes the big chunk. Now comes the big <laughs> chunk, but it's it's now that I've done a plan, it seems so much more achievable. Oh, good! Because you you got to split it up into chapters, and you've actually got to dedicate a word limit to each chapter. Mm. So it, it actually, like, I know what it is to write six or seven thousand words. So it's like, okay, well, I, I I know how long that takes me, and I know how to do that. So it's this this thirty thousand word thing is now actually just blocks of five, six, seven thousand words. And they're like, oh, I can do that. Yes. That's okay. Yeah. You know, so I've got little dates, due dates for each chapter and things. And oh, man, I'll write this thing by July. <laughs> so <laughs> careful. So, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Pride comes before a fall, I know. Um, yeah. Um, for our American brethren, the Australian academic year begins in February. Mm. Uh, so where your academic year begins in July... Ours begins in February and the, the, the first semester ends around about June, July. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. so when you say you're going to have it done by July, you don't mean like, like done before uh, the semester done be- begins. Done before the year even begins. <laughs> no, no. You do have a few months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's awesome. I mean, that means that you've, you've obviously planned it well and you've got your head around exactly what needs to. Yeah, I think so. Know, which is half the battle, isn't it? Bite-sized pieces. That's right, that's right. Bite-sized chunks. Yeah, awesome. Good job. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So, today, we have an episode, and the episode is on Advent. Yay! Yeah! That was a really weird year, wasn't it? Was it? it was like, yeah! It was, it, was, it was very, very odd. And you were just a bit more excited than I was. This is probably more accurate. Because <laughs> Advent is exciting. It is exciting. It is exciting. Uh, so, what's the, the significance of Advent? Well... It's a, fundamentally, it's actually a preparation for when Jesus is going to come again. 
that's its main focus. And so it's why the readings at, at Mass, uh, at, at, at Catholic Mass, it's why the readings focus on uh, the coming of Jesus Christ. Uh, so a lot of the readings throughout the week are really based on Revelation and they're, uh, they're, they're also um, you know, sort of based on the coming of Christ, waiting for him to come again uh, with his definitive coming. You know, and, and, uh, um, but it also turns our minds then to the, the coming of Christ at Christmas. Mm. And, and what we look at is that there's, there's then three different comings that we're celebrating at Advent. We're celebrating the coming of Christ at, uh, at Christmas. We're celebrating the coming of Christ again, looking forward to that. But then in between the time that we commemorate, which is Christ's birth, the time which we look forward to, which is Christ's coming again, there is a third coming which is into our hearts. Mm. Uh, and so these are the three which we are, which we are celebrating uh, during Advent. Yeah. 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 And there's a difference too in that Advent is meant to be a time of preparation Mm. Um, Mm. and there's a difference between preparing for a day in history, celebrating a day of significance and preparing for a person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we're not preparing for some day that will arrive like a Wednesday, you know, a cool summer's Wednesday or something like that. You know, like that's not yep. what we're waiting for here. Yep. We're waiting for a person and we're working on a relationship. Right. In, right. in between the here like between here and when he comes again. Precisely. You know, this is actually it's 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 working on a relationship with Jesus. Mm. Um at, at at this point we're talking about what Advent is and that it's a time of preparation. I'm going to say that there's a 2016 video of Father Father Mike Schmitz. Mm talking about Advent. Mm-hmm. I disagree with Father Mike Schmitz. Oh, this is dangerous territory. I know. I, know. I disagree with Schmitz. What are you doing? <laughs> and, and, and it's, 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 so, so he says that it's not a period of penance. Ah. Uh, and, and very, very clearly in the old liturgy, uh, it was a day of penance. Mm-hmm. Very, very clearly. Mm-hmm. And, and even now, uh, although we still have hallelujahs, like it's not the same as our penitential preparation time of Lent. It, it, sure. it is it is it is different from that, but it's sure. still this period of of penance. It's a bit like an extended ember day in a way. It's like this this extended day where we are this this extended period of time where we are reflecting on the uh, soberly reflecting on the coming of Jesus Christ, soberly reflecting on the the, the mysteries that surround the uh, the incarnation and. And soberly reflecting on the fact that that one day we will be called to face Christ either in death or at His second coming, mm. you know, and 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 those sober reflections lead. We, we engage in those sober reflections through prayer, through penance, which enables us to detach ourselves from the goods of this world that we might be more attached to Jesus, and and through almsgiving, mm. which is which is you know seeing Christ present in others. So so I I, I think that in fact. Uh, there is a penitential dimension to Advent, mm. and um, now, admittedly, that was back in 2016. Yes. So, <laughs> Father Mike, maybe maybe you've changed your opinion. Uh, I don't know. I, I doubt very much that you in any way listen to our podcast. Uh, but you know, if you do, um, if he holds to that opinion, maybe you two will just have to agree to disagree. Just just agree to disagree, and <laughs> you know, 
but uh, so yes, it's a time of preparation. Yeah, quite right. Yeah, yeah. But but it's also a particular kind of preparation too, in mm. that we can get. Uh, caught up in preparing for the day, like for Christmas Day kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even for the festivities around Christmas, you know, depending on what people's family traditions Mm. are and so Mm. on. Um, And so I think uh, particularly in more recent years as Christians, we're probably a little bit more aware of that now, of how um, materialistic our world can can be, especially around Christmas. So we're probably more attuned to it. But also not falling into the trap of thinking that we're only spiritually preparing for one day. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> and that when Christmas has yeah. arrived, you know, once Advent is over and we've done our hard work, Christmas is here. Okay, we can go back to go back to normal now. Pre-Advent, yeah, yep. pre-Advent, yep. Um, exactly. Yeah, normal, which isn't yep. even, <laughs> which isn't even yeah. normal because this time of Advent, you know, similarly to to Lent, should really change us in that it should be transforming us to become more of who we are. It shouldn't be like a, this is just something I do for three weeks or four weeks and then I go back to me. It it, it is actually, it should be a transformative time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, In in, in this regard, one of the things that irks me, that Mm. really, really irks me, is the the advent calendars with the little chocolates in them. Now, I'm not (laughs) anti-chocolate. And I'm not anti- clearly I'm not anti-chocolate. I do love a good bit of chocolate. Yep. And I'm not anti-calendar either. Yeah. I'm not even anti-putting those two things together. You know, I'm, I'm very pro putting those things together. <laughs> uh, but what's happened is that, that, that like, I have, uh, when, when my, my twin nephews were younger, uh, you know, they, they would often have um, uh, advent calendars. Their parents would buy them advent calendars. Yeah. And I'd say, so what are we waiting for? Santa! Great, great. No, no, I'm sorry, we're not. We're not preparing for Santa. That's mm. not what Advent's no, about. No. Advent's about preparing for Jesus. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Advent calendars are, they represent a false kind of preparation, which is that we're, we're waiting to unwrap presents. No, actually, that's that's part of what we're doing and there's a symbolism that sits behind yeah. that and that's okay, mm. but there's there's a more keen preparation here. Uh, and And... We have to be um, aware of that preparation, mm. that, that the preparation is actually to meet Jesus. Yeah. That's the preparation that's going on here. Yeah. You know, and, and so, anyway, that's my rant for the day. Yeah. I mean, uh, not to mention those calendars, you know, they might have 25 days, but they're in the last four days, really. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it's, it. <laughs> it's a it's very short so true. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you preparing for... Christmas and how are you preparing during Advent this year? So uh, I am preparing by engaging in some Advent reflections. Mm. Advent reflections that you bought for me last Advent, actually, which are based on John Paul II. Uh, oh, and also yes. I'm going to use this this other thing that you bought me for this Advent. Yeah. Thank you very much, by the way. You're welcome. Which is a door. Mm. So I'm going to use both of those things in order to help prepare for Advent. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. and that both by Father John Burns. Yeah. No relation. Yeah, no. He spells his burns <laughs> differently to the way I spell my burns. Yes. So he's also American. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so this set of reflections written by Father John Burns in the States. Shout out to you. Um, and the illustrations are actually done by Valerie Delgado. Um, she's known as Pax.Valeri on Instagram for anyone who's familiar with her work. She's a beautiful artist. So they've got some beautiful images within 
um, this particular book that you can purchase and just helps you enter into mm. meditation. But um, yeah, so I've gifted the VM team, the virtual ministry team. Everyone on the team gets one of those books this year to prepare for the coming of Christ and to mm. prepare during Advent and a couple of extra people got one as well this year. So you got one as well. Probably. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, I guess all that I'm really focused on and have been focused on the last couple of years is simplifying. Mm. I've just found that there's so much out there. Yeah. It can be a bit overwhelming. Yeah. And so I was really looking for something quite um, simple in the sense that it was coming back to basic and core truths as opposed to focusing on really deep and profound things that are great for, you know, motivation and enthusiasm and to be moved. But to really go back to the basics has been my focus. Yeah, for sure, for um, sure. And I've found Father John's words have been, they've cut through a mm. lot in the past. So I was very keen when I first heard about this particular set of reflections that he's written. That's really cool. Um, so I'm really keen for that. And other than that, just culling out the things that aren't healthy mm. in my life as well. So being really practical, I mean, having the spiritual side as well, but having the spiritual stuff nourish and heal some of the more practical things in my life as well. So cutting out the things that aren't unhelpful, no more excuses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, and just funneling my energy and yeah. concentration back into what really matters most. That's awesome. Well done. Yeah. So then what are some ways that we can grow during this time of Advent? Mm. One of the things I think that we could do is to actually spend time meditating on the Holy Family. Mm. I think we, at Christmas particularly, we start to do that as we get closer and closer to Christmas Day. We start thinking about, oh, what was it like? Mm. Um, you know, with what was it like traveling um with mary and joseph what would that have been like and mm. what would it have been like to have to stay in a stable and you know that kind of thing but we we don't actually think beyond that too often mm. and so i think this is a great opportunity to really meditate on what kind of relationship mary and joseph would have had with each other and what their relationship would have looked like with christ yeah as well with you know baby jesus and then as as he gets older what kind of relationship would they have had and then what what would that family home have looked like mm. with mm. the three of them so i think this is a beautiful opportunity to do that yeah and another thing too this we can't get away from the fact that this is a busy season <laughs> it's a very busy season it's the end of the year people are wrapping up all sorts of things yeah travel is a is a big one for family who are trying to see each other or and even children can like we we do try to spend a lot of our energy trying to ensure that our children have a great Christmas. And so our thought and our focus is very much on them and that's okay and that's good, but also not neglecting the silence that we need to have because Absolutely. when we don't carve out time for silence in our everyday, we allow the busy to become our norm and that's not okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, I remember hearing, I think it was Leah Darrow, um, say busy is an acronym for being under satan's yoke mm. i think you know what that's that's there's some measure of truth there yeah. because in 
And so instead of using the word busy, she uses the word full. Yes. Yeah, because the the, the 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 busy thing is I move from this thing to this thing and I'm, I'm occupied with all these things. And being occupied with all these things, there's no time for the silence. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you have a choice in whether you lead a busy life or, or whether a full you lead life. a full yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. And I certainly yeah. know which one we opt for. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> we are, after all, the Living Fullness Podcast. Exactly. Uh, so... Um, also, uh, create a sacred space. Now, now, now. I must admit, ordinarily, when, when I when I hear um, the words "sacred space" used, I often have sort of flashbacks to, to um, uh, power liturgies where people have have you know um, put a, a purple cloth on the floor and put some stones around it and and you know turned it you know we're creating a sacred space with candles and stones and cloth and it's like no all you're doing is creating a fire hazard and you're driving me mad <laughs> right it's just it's it's uh, you know so so look create a sacred space but a sacred space uh, is one which points us to God and which is um, which helps us to pray. You know, that's yes. that's a sacred space. A sacred space isn't a sacred space because we lay down some cloth and some candles. A sacred space is a sacred space because it points us to God. Yeah. Uh, so create a sacred space. Get creative. By all means, get creative. And sometimes one of the best things that, that I've found families do is that they actually get their kids to assist in the creating of the sacred space. Yeah. Yeah. You know, So it might be in, in creating an altar. Uh, it might be in creating a room which is sort of you know, dedicated to, to not not like building a room, obviously, but no, no. but 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 you know, carving a room out and and uh, you know, uh, making it like the advent room or the prayer room or something like that, yeah. something which 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 actually allows us to go to a particular place and and have that level of prayer. And I think if you can do that, particularly as a family, it actually aids in creating that silence that we were talking about before as a family, mm. and that's kind of cool. Mm. Um, and we do need the physical, like yeah, it's it's yeah. one thing to say. I mean, we can we can stop at any point and just that can be the moment of silence where we pray. Of course, mm. we can. We can mm. do that anywhere, but it also helps to have a physical absolutely. space that we can actually physically absolutely. enter into. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, the the other aspect I think is is to practice waiting and putting others before ourselves. Mm. You know, so so to to sometimes practice. Um, uh, a bit of abstinence and a bit of a bit of um, a bit of stillness um, to allow others to come into our foreground, to to allow others to come to the the, the forefront of our minds, so that we're no longer just thinking about particular because this, ha- this happens during particularly hectic periods. Is I'm thinking about everything that I need to do and everything that I have to do and everything I've got to get done and everything that has to be, you know, everything has to be fixed or this that I've, I've, I've got to be about. And, you know, it, it tends to become a very uh, self-focused period of time. And so just mm. stopping, waiting, being other-focused, other-centred, it just kind of allows us to be charitable. Yeah. In a period of time where, ironically, charity seems to be running short. Yes. Yes. You know, if you've ever seen people argue over car spot in 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 uh, Christmas time, it's 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 not a very pretty sight. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah. Or the last minute shopping. No, that one was mine. I saw it first. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But there's also a beautiful 
relationship between the practicing of waiting that we do with one another and the waiting that we're doing for the coming of Christ. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful relationship. That's right. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, not to forget what we spoke about before to actually practice acts of penance and almsgiving. It doesn't have to be as intense as Lent. No, no. (laughs) But this is still an opportunity to prepare. And so finding little ways, little things that we can give up, that Mm. we can let go of, that helps us to be better. Yeah. Um, And then also finding little things that we might be able to do or or a little thing that we might be able to offer to somebody else to be able to help at this time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's uh, so. There you go. Yeah. Advent is upon us. It is. <laughs> it is. It's happening. It's happening. Doesn't feel like it should be. It feels like we're still in January. Really? But yeah. No, I'm so ready. I'm so. Keen. Oh, really? Okay. I'm keen. All right. <laughs> I, I just. I kind of. I feel like the first of January happened, and then I blinked. Yes. And then now we're at Advent. Yep, I agree, but I don't care. I'm keen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm keen too. I'm, I'm keen. keen too. But it just—it feels like bang. It's like yep. we're here. Okay. Yep. How, how, how do we get here? Yeah, I was a bit disoriented too, but yep. yeah, yep. I think now I'm like, yes, keen. let's go, let's go. K W E N. Keen. Good spelling. Good spelling. <laughs> Gold star. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, Teacher's Award. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> so there you have it. Truth, beauty, goodness. Yeah. Stina. Um, for me, oh, it was recently I had to pull up a particular boundary with someone. And ordinarily, like this particular person has known that they've overstepped the boundary a couple of times already. And I've had to pull them up in the past and some time has gone by and things were improving and then they didn't really improve so I had to have a very difficult conversation and just say look here's here's the limit enough's enough like Mm. I I can't allow you to to behave in this way anymore and so this is what's going to happen now and ordinarily where I would have been operating from a place of hurt because Mm. When a boundary gets overstepped, it's painful. There's yeah, a reason yeah. there's a boundary there. Yeah. And there's a break of, of trust that happens yes, there. absolutely. And that can make me very frustrated and can make yeah. me very angry. And, Understandably. Um, and so where in the past I've been able, where I've, I have operated from that space, this time around I was able to operate from a place of love. So That's I just had this really moment cool. of being able to see this person as I spoke to them and I could see that they were hurt by me bringing up that, hey, you've crossed too far now and there's no turning back now because now I've had to, I've had to do this now. Um, and instead of seeing the way that they reacted and some of the things that they said weren't great, instead of reacting to that, I was able to see that, okay, no, because I care about this person, because I, I love this person as a, you know, as a brother or sister of, in Christ of mine, I can look at their their reaction and see what their need is and I can, if it's appropriate, I can try and meet that need in the here and now without overstepping my boundary. So it's just another one of those gifts. That's awesome. Um, that I was able to receive to, yeah, just be a little bit more charitable. That's pretty cool. Mm. Well done. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Good things come from, <laughs> well, only good things come from. Healthy boundaries. Well, yes, but also just. Working with the grace of God. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 What about mm. you? What's been a truth, beauty, and goodness for you this week? 
we had like five birthdays. That's like five doses day. of truth beauty. I know, right? Right. <laughs> so we had five birthdays celebrated at once. Whoa! And it was uh, at the seminary. And, ah. Uh, uh, and it was pretty cool. The, the the nice big cake that we that the, our cook made for them and and um, <laughs> and one of the um, one of the the, the seminarians birthday it was was a Vietnamese man. He just gets his fingers and like, the, there's there's one candle on the cake for all five of them. But, like we're not getting a hundred and fifty candles yeah. or anything. Yeah, just yeah, one, yeah. One, one candle, <laughs> and he just he gets his fingers and he puts the he puts yeah. the candle out, and I looked at it. And then a couple of others looked at it. One of the seminarians went, brother, you have no idea how highly controversial and unorthodox that action was. <laughs> what? <laughs> so he put the candle out with his fingers. He yeah. didn't blow the candle out. Yeah, and? Yeah, he didn't blow the candle out. Yeah, and? And I'm just like, uh, we I blow, don't understand. We blow the candle out. It's COVID safe. <laughs> uh, right, exactly. It's a COVID safe way of, and I'm, I, I, I don't know how I feel about this COVID safe <laughs> thing. I, I, I uh, there's, there's just look, give them all a candle next time each. They can just hold it <laughs> and they can blow their own candle out. It's a good idea. <laughs> yep, yep. But happy birthday to those five seminarians. Yeah, That's yeah. It was, it was, it was actually, and, and the truth be goodness part of it, I, I got a bit carried away there with the whole <laughs> so unorthodox candle me. thing, sorry. <laughs> the truth beauty goodness part of it was uh, that we were able to have those five men there and it was... A very affirming moment of brotherhood. Oh, yeah, it was just beautiful. Oh, so yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. yeah. That's lovely. So yes. Oh, beautiful. Well, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Living Fullness. We hope that this period, as you entered in, enter into um, Advent and in preparation for Christmas and for the coming of Christ, that it's a holy time for you, a blessed time for you. We'll sure be praying for you guys during this time period. We would love to hear if there's anything in particular that you would love for us to pray for. Send that through to us um, over on Instagram. You can find our account, Living Fullness, or you can also find us on Virtue Ministry on Facebook as well. But as always, you can come and talk to us in person. Absolutely. Too. Mm. So until next time, love and love and praise. God bless.